This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to All Things Azeroth, episode 697, Bugs and Classic Bugs. Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash atareads2020. That's bit.ly slash atareads2020. Nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today's show is also brought to you by ExpressVPN. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020. That's T-R-Y-E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash expressata2020 for three months free with a one-year package. Visit tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020 to learn more. Finally, we are sponsored by Funko, maker of the world's broadest selections of vinyl figures, from pops to dorbs, rise to mugs, and so much more. Check them out at bit.ly slash FunkoATA. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azeroth. Now we present your awesome hosts, the always stalwart and honorable Maedros, the commander of the fell and master of demons, Death. The non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty. And the high priestess of the Everlight, Allie. She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the world of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth. And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host, Metro. See with me, I have Toasty. Hey, Toasty. Uh, hey. How you doing, bud? I'm okay. I'm back, which is nice. It's good to have you back. Yeah, had to had to get out. House. I mean, if you hadn't returned, team. if you hadn't returned, we just had Manny like come back every week because he's good to have on. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that was a great show. It was fun to edit. Sounds like you guys I had imagine. a good time. So it was fun. Uh, we also, have, of course, with us, Allie. Hey, Allie. Oh hi, hi, hi. hi. How you doing? <laughs> I am glad that I'm here. Not gonna lie, work's been work work's work's been a little rough lately. So like today my thought was, okay, we're gonna get to this day and then you know we podcast tonight, it'll be good times. And that was my focus today, my my driving force to survive work. And I succeeded, because I'm here. Yay! Yay. Good. How job. are you doing, Medros? I'm doing all right. Uh, much improved over last week, where I now have two monitors again, and I'm no longer feeling like I'm not able to track everything I know how to track for a podcast, so that's good. Uh, a little tired <laughs> uh, after streaming for 20 hours over the span of t- uh, two days on the weekend, um, but, uh, but it was a worthwhile effort, so I, I was, uh, I was I'm, I'm happy with it. So, Why ever would you stream for 20 hours? Pokemon Go Fast, of course. You see, I, I, people were, were watching and, and people were playing around the world. So I played with them and and I broadcast it all. So 10 hours a day for two days of uh, Pokemon playing. Sweet. Nice. It, it was fun. Um, I, I, I know that when I was on BlizzCon broadcasts, I like take an hour block off here and there. Uh, just to like re- recharge and stuff, um, 
definitely remembered now why I've done that and why I've always had people coming in to help out with the coverage. Because um, doing that much uh, alone can be really hard. And, I mean, even not having, like, somebody there to bounce things off of is hard. Uh, the periods of time, and there were long periods of time, where there was literally, like, nobody talking in chat was really, really hard. And it's like... I, I guess the way I compare it to is being a comedian at a venue and just having nobody reacting to what you're saying. Yeah, well, I get that. And it's just like, yeah, it's just like, it's just really, really hard to like, okay, well, yeah, right. They're like, every time people would react when I get a shiny and stuff on screen, but not a lot of people were like saying much most of the time. And it's like, Okay, so I see that I have people watching. Like, I think my ca- my top was like eighteen or nineteen people, which is really <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah. But when you have nineteen people who it says is watching you, and not a single person is talking, it's like okay, so you're here to watch a clown. Let me do a magic trick for you. Yay! Um, and it feels really weird, but uh, I-, I feel like I did pretty well. Um, kept the kept the mood light and tried to uh, keep a conversational tone most of the time, though I know there were clearly times when I was like ebbing and and ebbing lower on my you know, keeping up a conversation with nobody kind of thing, so yeah, uh, I am not a big, U- a big YouTuber that had uh, that can get hundreds of people in their, in their Twitch chat at the drop of a hat so, um I will get used to that and uh, be happy. But uh, Sunday was really good. Um, had a few uh, familiar faces in there. Uh, Capo jo- joined for, at one point. Uh, Frasley was there. I think actually Capo told Frasley to come because it seemed very coincidental that Frasley arrived moments after Capo did uh, and and stuff. But it was it was a good time. I enjoyed it. Um. But uh, enough about my my side stuff. Uh, how how was your weeks in WoW there, Toasty? Um, they were pretty good. So uh, we're we're attempting to get through Mythic Dizarre lore and also um, like we finished them. It's just not timed ahead of the curve for Nazoth. Yeah. Uh, we got the last two people their AOTCs uh, last week. So um, we've been beating our head against uh, Mythic Desire Lore for a little while. We got up to Conclave, and we didn't quite have the right number of people to tackle that. And then at one point last week, um, somebody in our guild uh, had access to the Jada Skip. So we went ahead and tried to do that. And to anyone who's watching that stream knows that that was a catastrophic failure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we simply just did not have enough people to be attempting that. No, but hopefully now that we're done with uh, with heroic Nyalotha, uh we can uh, get some people who maybe took a step back because they didn't want to do 
Nyalotha anymore. Um, hopefully we can get some of those people back to get our numbers back to 20, because at one point we were regularly having more than 20 people in raid. And hopefully we get those people back and are able to get Jaina down on Mythic, because, you know, we, we want we want those mounts. Which a nice, that's a nice mount. It'll, and it'll it's it'll it'll be it'll be nice to have something to do to fill the time between now and Shadowlands, outside of um, beta or leveling up another character or whatever. But I've also been doing a bit of that. I've been leveling up a bunch of different characters. Haven't actually settled on one that I'm like leveling all the time. I kind I'm kind of bouncing right now between my druid and my shaman, while also going to over to my warlock and attempting to finish off the uh, war campaign story on the horde side. Nice. Yeah, I'm working on that too. Um, uh, but yeah, I think like my shaman I know I haven't gone very far. My druid I think is at 103. I'm, try I'm just getting through legion content on both those characters at this point. Uh... And then when I wasn't doing that, I was in beta. I, I spent a lot of time in beta um, going through um, some of the max level stuff, exploring that content a little bit, um, and also going back and uh, looking at some of the intro experiences for the different zones. This past weekend, I tried. I went in to do Maldraxxus, and boy, like I'm not sure if I was missing something in that first set of Meldraxxus quests. So you, you start out in a fighting pit and you're just killing random mobs, which is fine. But then as you kill those mobs, you get additional quests to kill elites and champions and stuff like that. And like the elites were a bit of a pain, but I could chalk that up to me deciding that it was a good idea to pull three or four of them at one time. But, you know, I got those down eventually. The champions, on the other hand... Those were stupid hard, and I don't know if I was missing something, like, like something that was obvious that I needed to do, but I, my resurrection timer got to the point where it was being measured in, like, minutes. Did you use your abilities when they came up? Okay. Yeah. So like I don't know what that was if I was like if I was just missing something or something was going wrong. I'm gonna, I'm planning on going through with another character just to see if there was something obvious that I missed. But I don't think there it was. I don't think there was. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I think that was it. That was the notable stuff anyway. Um, how about how about you, Ali? What did you get up to in well? Well, I am part of a group that's thinking that they can try to get their myth mythic 15s done before the Shadowlands pre-patch, and um, we haven't judging by the one yet. They can. <laughs> well, I yeah, judging by the things you can. I mean, it includes like Stone and Sarah, my husband, and, and uh, Guth, who you know, Toasty. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a good group, but. 15s and above are hard and I don't always have the best mindset for that as a healer because I get overly stressed. So Mythic Pluses and I have an interesting relationship. And um, 
like we finish them it's just not timed you know which is it's 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 fine it's fine just you know it's tricky it's tricky so that's been a little a little rough i'm not gonna lie but yeah, at least we're trying and it still feels good to at least finish these dungeons you know so and th that's kind of it i mean you talked about the mythic jana thing my own guild we're at this weird point where we're never going to be able to kill Herok Nazoth. we're not even going we're not even going to get past ilganoth we just a lot of people have stopped playing because we're at the end of the expansion, you know? And yeah, everyone's kind of getting burned out and tired, yet they still want to do things as a guild, which is, I mean, I'm the guild leader. I support that they want to do things as a guild, but they still want to keep doing Nyalotha. And I don't know why. So in order to prevent burnout with everyone, we're going to try and see if they want to try to do something else or at least do alt or something because we're just being our head against the wall every week now. And that's just, it's going to get to a point where it's not fun anymore. So yeah. And you want to avoid Yeah, that. exactly. So we'll see. Just drink some of them along with, uh, just drink some of them along with us to, uh, deserve yeah, that, that requires them to be on. I mean, if I turn around and say, Hey, you know, you guys can, like I, you know, brought a couple to when we did this off. Um, I mean, if I tell them ahead of time, you know, hey, you guys should come on and join us do this. Maybe. I have to talk to Sarah first. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. But in other news, like, I'm, I'm at that point where I'm trying to figure out everything I want to get done before pre-patch. Like, there's, there's a lot. So I'm going to try to start knocking that out. You know, I'm going to try to get you know, the war campaign on the Horde side. I want to do Brawler's Guild soon. Like, I just have so many things I want to do, which is exciting and frustrating all at the same time because I also have a lot of adulting I have to do. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> I gotta say, I admire, I admire you at least attempting to do the plus 15 mythics. Like, I wouldn't, like, I, I have no interest in doing that just because I know that, um, Personally, my skill level isn't where it needs to be to be doing that and doing that timed. And it blows my <laughs> mind that people are able to do that regularly. I have a friend who's regularly timing plus 20s, and I just don't understand how she does it. Yeah, I I mean, we, we've we come close to timing them, but I, I would like to time one. I think I could time one, you know, with this group, but to try to do all of, all of them... Before the pre-patch. And, you know, we're, you know, a couple of us are podcasters. You know, my schedule's kind of all over the place. It's, I, I don't know if it's going to happen. I'm half tempted to tell him, hey, you guys should probably replace me because I don't want to let you down. But at the same time, I would like to get it done. I don't know. We'll see. Well, on the plus side, like, just completing them, you're getting that ch that plus 15 chest at the, at, at every reset. So, you, and that is a, an improvement for your year. Yeah. So you, in some of the yeah. slots, at least. Yeah. So that, that might help out a lot. Yeah, we'll see. We, we, we might get there. And we've still got a little bit of time. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, that's enough. You know, other than, you know, islands, we're going to do some islands. You know, nothing, nothing else too exciting. That's about it. How about for you, Medros? Um, not too much. Um, I did log in to check all and stuff a little bit. Uh, I did do a bit in the alpha, um, 
I did try to make a character to do uh, the uh, covenant, covenant choice thing, uh, but it wouldn't work. It kept crashing. Uh, I would try to log into that character and it just kept crashing in over and over. Uh, tried it a couple of days in a row and it just it wouldn't work. So I never really went back after that to try more. Um, I do want to take a character back to Bastion and see what I missed. Cause I, I did the main stuff there, but there's whole areas of the zone that I haven't gotten explored yet. But I'm also kind of worried that there are going to be areas that are like, oh, you should probably be level 60 to be here. Go away now. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Some of those areas are areas that you unlock as you gain renown with your covenant. And then you go do world quests and stuff in that area and you'll, you'll maybe be 60. Yeah. But, I mean, overall, I have enjoyed Shadowlands and I'm excited to have it come out in however many weeks and perhaps months it is till we get it out. Uh, but I'm intrigued by the content. Um, I, I think I've seen enough of Eldraxxus now. I don't know that I need to continue the story there. Because I don't want to do all the story there. And I kind of regret doing the story in Bastion. But there was one uh, particular uh, former human... Uh, that I saw there that uh, kind of grabbed my attention and I just needed to find out what the hell's going on. And then I still don't understand what's going on there. Nope. Um, <laughs> and I, I don't know when I will know what's going on there, but that's fine. Um, and then I'm not... I wasn't drawn as nearly as much by, by Maldraxxus and I definitely don't like Maldraxxus as much as I did Bastion. It's not a pretty zone me and it reminds me of uh some zones that i thoroughly hated in vanilla so uh yeah not feeling overly desiring to be there very long so i'll be kind of a so what you're saying is so what you're saying is that maldraxxus isn't one of the zones you completed according to that email we all got for being <laughs> in the alpha no i did not complete the zone i only completed bastion um but <laughs> I mean, that email had lots of incorrect stuff on it, so whatever. Like, it was, it was lying all over the place. It's fine. What? Like, I'm sure it told you something like your highest Torghast floor. That's probably 18, because that's where we... I think that's where we stopped when we did it that one time. Uh, that's not what it said, but anyways. You sure about that? Yeah, I am certain about that. What I, what I liked about that email was that it told us what everybody should have known already, and that's that the most popular class is Warrior. I mean, <laughs> I mean, no. It's just that that's the first class, one of the first classes that was available. That's all it was. No, it wasn't. <laughs> wasn't the wasn't the first one available in Torghast, anyway. I believe one of them was Demon Hunter. Whatever. You're just wrong, sir. You were wrong. Oh. Uh. Um, if I'm wrong, that means the the email that we got from Blizzard is wrong. Well, clearly it is. If if that's the case, then it's fine. I'm fine with that. Well, I I I trust Blizzard it, like 100 when it comes to the contents of this email. Yep, because they said the most deadly dungeon was the other side, and that is a pretty deadly dungeon. A lot of fun, but pretty deadly. And they've had a lot of, like, that's a lot of bugs. Wow. Like, 2,300 bugs? So many bugs. 
all I, I like that they're giving us those numbers. That's that's great. I love yeah. that. Yeah. That is Of course we don't know like what we don't know how many of them were minor ones and major ones, but you know what? They found twenty three hundred. So that means that means that means at least twenty three hundred bits of good stuff came from the alpha. Yeah, true. That's true. Um, but yeah, uh, definitely want to get some time in the two last two zones, uh, to get a feel for what those are like. Uh, I think going through the intro stuff, I got a good feel for the Maw. I don't really feel like I need to go back there to do post leveling stuff, but, uh, Manny did offer to, uh, to take me there. So, uh, at some point maybe I'll, uh, we'll do that. We'll see. You should. I I highly suggest it. It's actually like a decent amount of fun. Like I went there, I went there solo, and I went there with Manny. Like it just, it just, it's just one. It's just mindlessly wandering around and killing stuff, and I'm okay with that. It's, it's my, it's, it's a bit of mindless content, and you know, sometimes you need that in your life. Just no, no, no goal in particular. Just go forward and kill everything. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, yeah, I mean that is kind of what warriors do is mind, do mindless stuff, right? I'm okay with this. That's our MO. Just 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 smash stuff with giant weapons. No need to get complicated about it. Fair enough. And apparently a lot of other people feel that way because it's the most popular class in the alpha. Slash beta. Whatever. <laughs> you are just wrong, sir. You are wrong. Nope. Okay, well fine then. I'm gonna find out with okay. Order classes. Are you looking that up? Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. I can't find it. I can't find an easy list there. But I, I'm confident warriors were in the earlier phases. They were the second group available in Torcas. I know that. Okay. Well, whatever. Anyways, uh, but yeah. So uh, did a bit in Shadowlands. Did a bit in uh, in retail. Wow. Uh, nothing in classic. And there's my week. So, let us, I, I guess, since it seems about that time, move along, shall we? Yes. Okay. Alrighty then. So, um, uh, of course, our first sponsor is the folks over at Funko. But pray uh, They make collectible vinyl figures from a bunch of Blizzard universes, from Warcraft to Overwatch, Heroes to Diablo, even more from outside the Blizzardverse, like Firefly, Star Wars, and Doctor Who. Now, um... Toasty wasn't here last week, uh, so he didn't know that they have released some Eevees and Eevee and Evolutions as Funko Pops recently, or announced the release of them. H- how do you feel about that, Toasty? Um, as long as he released Vaporeon, that's the only one that matters. Okay, well, here's my Funko Pop of the week. There we go, <laughs> And thus, I am not a troll, I'm a nice guy. Thank you. You wanted uh, to be a troll. I was the one telling you to be nice. Absolutely want to be a troll. Totally want to be a troll. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Uh, but I, but I listened to you, and thus I'm a nice guy because I did the right thing. But yes, uh, Vaporeon is our evolution Funko Pop of the week. Uh, it is cute. Um, the eyes kind of look weird on him, but I mean the eyes on Vaporeon, which I got to look a lot at this weekend. I must say because. 
Vaporeon, Flare, and Flareon were spawning during the the uh, habitats for water and gra- uh, water and fire, uh, respectively, and they were spawning way too often, and I deleted many of them. But saw lots of Vaporeons this weekend. That's why it's in in, in my mind. But yeah, the the eyes on Fungalops always look weird, but they look really weird on Vaporeon because I know what the eyes look like in in the game. So. But I thought you might enjoy that, since you like the waters. Yep. Accurate. Water Pokemon are best Pokemon. I respectfully think you're crazy, and you're wrong, but that's just my opinion. And I only have my experience with Pokemon Go as my experience, so take that for what it's worth. Which I'm sure means nothing, so. Um, but yeah, so Vaporeon is our Funko Pop of the Week. Uh, this is... Again, one of the most adorable Pokemon. It is not actually on the on the shop, but you can get it at GameStop and EB Games. Um, you know, EB Games. You have one near your, near your house, right there, Toasty. Uh, EB Games. Yeah, you, you have one near your place. Oh yeah, yeah and yeah. you have to go there. You have to go uh, put somebody down in your collection anyway, right? So you can just grab a EB while you're there, right? Since you're going to be there anyway, you have to you have to go in anyway to 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 do collections and stuff, right? So you can do it. Yeah, it's all good. Okay. All right. So uh, if you want to check out this Funko Pop or many others, go to bit.ly slash Funko ATA. Check out their online shop. Use Shop 10 to save 10% on your entire purchase. That's bit.ly slash Funko ATA. Use Shop 10 to save 10%. I want to thank Funko for their support of the show. So what's coming up this week in the WoW? So this week in the WoW, we have time. Oh, we don't have time walking. Time walking is over. Yeah. Rip. Um, but... Uh, we still do have a dungeon event this week. We've got the Battle for Azeroth dungeon event that goes from July 28th to August 4th. We've also got the PvP Brawl Classic Ashran from July 28th to... I don't know why we're on August 3rd. It's the same thing as the other one. It's also August 4th. So PvP Brawl Classic Ashran is going from July 28th to August 4th. And for those of you in Classic, we haven't forgotten about you. The AQ events, aka Phase 5 of WoW Classic, start this week, July 28th. And I'm sure that has everybody very excited. And that's what we've got coming up in well. That's awesome. So, uh, our, our, our uh, Discord member, uh, Brawl, he got his uh, his longboy, right? Yeah. Correct. Awesome. Congrats to Brawl. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that is an achievement. A very notable and very awesome achievement. Uh, alas, there are some I know who are quite sad. Uh, because they do not foresee that they will get their long boy due to uh, a, a statement from Blizzard regarding it and its uh, eventual departure from the store or from the the, car- uh, the, the NBC vendor. So we knew it was going to leave, but Blizzard hadn't really decided or stated when they were planning to have it go, and now we know when that's going to happen. When the pre-patch for Shadowlands hits, the, Brut- the, the Brutosaur mount, the Mighty Caravan Brutosaur, is going away. It is shuffling off of the vendor and going into the Black Market Auction House to occasionally appear and sell for, no doubt, much more than it was available from the vendors. How do yep. you guys feel about that? It makes sense. I mean, it's I know it's a bummer for those who've been working on it and whatnot, but I mean, if they're going to make it go away, that's the time to do it. Yeah, I agree. 
As for my personal feelings, like uh, I, I've made peace with the fact that I will not get a long boy at all. So it sucks, but whatever. I'll get over it. And worst case scenario, like I can just tell Stone to use his, so I can use the auction house. And I have done that several times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the only way I'm getting a long boy is if I win the lottery. At this point. But with the lottery, I would absolutely put like a thousand dollars into tokens. Let's see. What, what's the current price for a token? I don't know. I haven't looked at that in a while. Let's see. Token info. Wow. US 120,000 gold. So it's five million, five million gold for the amount, right? Yeah. Divide by, let's say, 120,000. So I need to buy 41 tokens, 42 tokens, just to be on the safe side. So, Fitting. Of course. Uh, times $20, right, for a token? Sure. Or is it, is it 25 for a Canadian? I think it's... I, I, I haven't looked at the price of tokens in a long time, dude. <laughs> I, well, now you're just making me work so much more, man. Come on. This was your thought experiment. <laughs> okay, why why is it you be shop.nhl.com? Like, you... Firefox, you're talking. To the, you're showing the wrong guy in this conversation. That I am not the guy for that. Hey, first of all, I'm insulted that you think I buy my jerseys from NHL store. That's just not a thing that I'm going to do. No, but if anybody who's going to be going to the NHL store, it's you. You Ac can't deny that. Accurate. Okay, uh, so tokens twenty five bucks. Look, look at your lunch. Twenty five Canadian. Yeah. I don't have my lunch open. I just restarted my computer before the show. Jerk. <laughs> I love you. I, I didn't get to give you a hard time last week, okay? I was too busy getting a quarantine house ready to go. Whatever. Don't watch your. Don't call me a jerk. I was helping out my dad. I didn't want to sleep in a car for two weeks. Times $25. <laughs> okay, so I only need to spend 21000 Canadian dollars. Oh, only twenty one grand? Yeah. But if I win like $65 million on Tuesday. Twenty-one grand's nothing. Yeah, really. Like I will sneeze more money than that. And really, Americans, if you just send us five bucks, that'll take care of it for us. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, if only it was that uh, that close there. <laughs> Yikes. I, I'd be we'd, be we'd be having people sending us five bucks all over the place to get them uh, enough gold for that. Yeah, it'll cost you like twenty thousand American, but it'll cost five bucks here. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <okay. laughs> Anyways, uh, but yeah, so well, twenty one thousand dollars. It's fine. With the, with the lottery, I totally can afford that much money. Yeah, twenty one thousand five million gold, whatever. I mean, would you pay if you won the lottery, Toasty? Would you pay twenty one thousand dollars for a map? No. Like, okay. Not at all. I have better. <laughs> I have better things to spend twenty one thousand dollars on. I like the amount. You have like sixty five million dollars, man. I like sixty five million dollars. Yeah, it's that kind of attitude that is the reason that so many people who win the lottery end up broke. That's uh, not inaccurate, I think. But yes, uh, I would. You're right. I probably wouldn't. Jackie would kill me. She would, she would <laughs> totally kill she me. Really would. She really Like, very badly. Like, I would no longer be with you. Sorry. 
Um, but yeah, so, um, I'm sad that it's going away. Uh, I wish they would be waiting until actually the, the expansion comes out. Um, to get rid of it. I do find it interesting that they're referring to it as an extinction event. Not just like, oh, we're getting rid of this vendor. Oh, it's an extinction event. This is a dinosaur. It's going away. Yep. Seems kind of silly to me, but. I won't lie. I wish I had the mount. I mean, I think anybody who sees this mount, like, okay, not anybody, a large amount of people want this mount. I mean, if 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 WoW Twitter and WoW Reddit ha- is any indication, there are a lot of people who really want to get this mount, and the reality is that not a lot of them are going to get it. It's unfortunate, but that's that's part of the appeal, I think. Harsh truth, right there. But yes. Anyway, get your get your Brutosaur before the pre patch. Yeah, go start farming that gold. If you uh, if you're good enough, you you might get there, maybe. Depending on where you're starting from. Uh, but yeah, five million gold uh, until the patch hits. Whenever that is. <laughs> I, I hope they have like a, a, the corpse of the the Brutosaur in front of the vendor after the patch hits. That's horrible. Hey, it's an extinction event. So this this is the way I picture it. Um, I don't know if you've played Animal Crossing, but in Animal Crossing you you dig up fossils and you can display them. There'll just be like a a fossil. Archaeology. A a museum fossil thing display outside the vendors. Oh, by the way, I showed some people in in, uh, Pokemon Go uh, Squirtleman. Uh, your hockey rink and your jersey collection from pictures you sent me before, they laughed hard. So it was the most Canadian thing they've ever seen. Yeah. Not, I won't argue that. Just let you know. Right. I, I forgot to mention that the other day. Alright. But yes, yeah, so goodbye, fair Brutusur, when this patch hits. But if you still want it, you now have a little more idea as to what you're looking for. And hopefully there's a little bit more warning than usual uh, than a few days of a patch hitting. All right. Shall we move along to our next topic? Yes. So last week we reported on realm connections that were happening with Drakthal and Skywall realms joining the Silvermoon and Machnathal realms. Plus the Cairn and Perrinhold realms joining Cineris realms. We don't know what happened, but according to a blue post, due to unforeseen technical issues, we have to reschedule today's connections. We will do that as soon as possible. So, just a heads up for everyone out there that uh, it's still going to happen, just not quite yet. We don't have a date either by the looks of it. Just just soon. Good old Blizzard soon. Soon, soon TM. Which sucks, but I mean... What can you do? Stuff happens. Yeah. yeah. I, it is what as, it is. As a guy who has become very much aware of uh, server migrations and all that stuff, like, recently, a lot of stuff can go wrong. And when, when it goes wrong, it can be catastrophic. So maybe best not to do that. Yes, very true. Meanwhile... Some people got into beta recently. Yeah, yeah. and uh, the one of the big talks with beta recently 
and uh, is the fact that raid testing has started for Castle Nathria. So, um, last week they went through two bosses, Heroic Hungering Destroyer and Lady Inderma Darkvane. Um, if you're interested in seeing some of the, some of those... Some of those raids, um, Wowhead has it as a some, uh, bleh, bleh. Wowhead has some videos available so you can see what the fights look like right now. Obviously, it's in beta, so you know things can things can and probably will change. But um, yeah, it, it, raid testing's raid testing's starting to to happen. So like, like that's that's one of the big things they have left to do before before everything comes out. It's we're getting to that point. I mean, we're at end of July. We're at the end of July. Jeez. So sometime in the next four months, we're going to be seeing all this content. And I, I was talking to some people, and some of them said that it felt like a little soon. They're like, really? This feels soon. We we're we're at most four months out. It is not soon. This is about the right time for raid testing to be starting. It is. Plus, they've already stated that they are not doing balancing things yet they're gathering all their information and then they're gonna balance stuff out which makes sense so gotta make sure the me- they need us to test gotta stuff. make sure the mechanics work properly before you start f- screwing with the numbers yeah, yeah uh, i can't wait for castle nathria like the the it looks pretty uh, sweet just that entire vibe i love it so much i mean it's also you know the Venthyr slash Revendreth raid. So, of course, I would love it. Your vampire boys. Yeah. I got boys. <laughs> Can't wait. I love it. Give me more. Give me give me an entire raid. Oh, wait. You're, you're doing that. Thank you, Blizzard. I really appreciate it. <laughs> well, I mean, if you care about raids, I guess. Well, yeah. I was speaking for myself. I like raids. <laughs> well, fine then. I'm not going to speak for other people. That's just rude. Good point. Anyway, raiding, great. Not, not everybody likes raiding, but everybody loves legendaries, right, Medrus? Who doesn't like getting a legendary? Well, I, mean, I mean, I guess. I mean, I've, I've only gotten a few legendaries in my time, but there's some pretty awesome, awesome weapons in there. So we got more information on some of the legendary powers coming for various classes, including paladins, priests, and warlocks. Um, I, uh, I still don't know what to, how to feel about some of these. I mean, I like some of the bonuses, but the Uther's Guard just, I don't know how to feel about that one still. Um, it's good to see that there's more updates coming. There's more upda- changes and, and improvements to to these, uh, we are far from having everything we need to know about them, and clearly they're still tweaking pretty significantly on a variety of different things. Uh, have you looked at the priest ones there, Allie? Yeah, I remember we talked about my cloak last week that I was super excited about. Well, I meant the updates. I'm, I'm still apologies. super excited about it. Oh, updates. Um, yeah. I mean, there's some stuff here and there. It's... Uh, I'm going to be curious to see how Shadow Priest works... Once I have a chance to get gear that has enough haste and that kind of thing to justify shadow priesting and really, really dig in and test it. But I'm I'm pretty happy with where holy priests are. I'm 
curious. I, I'm eager to get my character copied over to beta and really just see how I feel. Else, I'm eager for add-ons to update, such as Healbot, because it's like second nature for me and my muscle memory, so I have a much easier time healing with that. I know some people call it a crutch. I don't care. I'm really good at it with it. So I'm I'm eager to, to do things. I'm really excited I've got Power Infusion back and that I can actually put it on other people, which is awesome. So overall, I'm I'm pretty happy. We'll, we'll see how it actually goes once they balance things. Oh, you know what, Ali? There's one, one of the new priest powers I don't think you're going to appreciate too much. Vault of Heavens? You know, that one is tempting because the thought of leaping around is pretty fun. But you can't troll but anyone But I anymore. have... Exactly. Like, I do have some people I like trolling with my leap of faith. And I also have been able to legit help people yeah. with my leap of faith when they fall into crevices and whatnot. So, I mean, obviously I'm not going to take that one. And obviously I'm going to go for my... Zanchi, Archbishop, Return of Archbishop Benedict. I want my cloak. I want my cloak legendary back. So that's going to be the very first one I go for because I'm really excited. Honestly, on my priest, I'm probably going to take both of heavens because like... You would, yeah. I can see that. Because it's basically heroic leap except I target somebody and you know me with my heroic leap. I I usually abuse that. It's it's a fantastic ability. So you could just get this on an item, and then just unequip it when you want to use it to get somebody to you. This is true. This is very true. But at the same time, like, there's other legendaries for healing. I mean, beyond the one that I'm stupid excited for, the Harmonious Apparatus, which basically was based off of a tier 14 four-piece set, which was really good and felt really good. So that one's also tempting to get. So we'll see which one wins out in the end. I want to talk about the Fury, about the Warrior ones, because I didn't get to talk about them last week. <laughs> um, so some of the Warrior ones look fantastic. Um, Lieber is basically just a timeless stratagem legendary that gives you two additional heroic leaps. I am okay with that. I like my mobility. So I would probably grab that and give give them the chance. But some of the Fury specific ones too are look really nice, like the uh, the Deathmaker rune, which is basically just the tier thirteen DPS four piece bonus, where I get where I have a chance of randomly applying the Siege Breaker effect to targets for a certain amount of time. That saves me from taking Siege Breaker. Awesome. <clears throat> um. Reckless Defense is probably something Ellie wants me to take, <laughs> because um, Critical Strikes would reduce my Recklessness and Enraged Regeneration cooldown by a second, and any time I'm spent healing myself because I did something stupid is something is probably time saved by Ellie healing myself from doing some healing me from doing something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, and I, I do stupid things. Yeah, a lot, so <laughs> yeah, but you're not the only one, so don't feel bad. <laughs> Will the Berserkers is just cool. Like, I, I increased crit after Recklessness expires. I will take that. And Raging Blow just extends the duration of that effect even better. Like, there are a bunch of great 
warrior legendary effects that I'm looking forward to playing around with. Problem is going to be picking which one I want. Which I guess is kind of the point. But, you know, whatever. I mean, there are arms and prot ones too, but uh, whatever. Other people care about those ones. Anyway, yeah. Oh. I, I, the, more, the more we see from this legendary system, the more I'm looking forward to it. Just being able... like It's taking... It's taking that... Uh, kind of taking from what we had in... Legion with all our legendaries. And giving us the option to choose what we want. So legendaries, in theory, will be like, available to us at the rate they were in Legion. But we're not going to get stuck with a not-so-great one that we don't want. Like Sifu's. I was going to say, what was that one you hated the most? It was Sifu's Sifu's's Secret. I I hated it at first. They did change it uh, partway through Legion so that it was a bit better for me, from what I remember. Okay. But it was the first legendary I got, and I did not enjoy it for a little while. It got better, though, so, you know, whatever. Gotcha. Anyway, yeah, as Alex said, there's a bunch of, like, where you see all these legendary things that we don't see. We don't have all of them, but... It's, this the system's looking good so far, at least just based on what we're seeing right now. Uh, before we go into our next topic, I do want to make a, a point here. Uh, I, I my math was terribly off in in somehow some way. Uh, it's only about a thousand dollars, one thousand fifty dollars to buy enough gold for the British amount, which is much more viable. I would absolutely do it. A thousand dollars. If I have sixty. If I have $65 million, I can spare $1,000 for a mount. I, I, I don't know. I probably still wouldn't do it. I would rather use that money to go visit friends in Canada. Um, but you still have $64,998,000 to do so. Let's be real, Medros. It's a 65 million Canadian, so it's like like 100 bucks. That's ridiculous. How? Dollar keeps dropping the more the show goes on. Next, next thing you know, it'll be, it'll be five cents. Yikes. Please don't ever control our, our economy, but please. <laughs> Anyways, let's uh, let's move on to, uh, to a recap of the Alpha. Yeah, so we basically have a lot of things that have been dropped in the beta and Wowhead has a very extensive guide for all, including now that we're in beta, we have more things in general, starting to talk more about pet battles. We get a barbershop gender change preview. Cause now you can change your gender in the barbershop for free, which is awesome. We got tons of new models, including the Art and Wield Toad Mount, which I really, 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 really want. Some really cute, awesome pets, like a jelly cat that's green and jelly, and you can see its bones, and that's it's cute. really cool looking. That's cute. It's, I'm going to, for those of you in chat, I'm going to post this in chat so you can see the jelly cat. It's pretty great. Yeah. So, somebody said they were calling theirs Jelly Belly. <laughs> 
So it looks really great. We've, and we're seeing more, you know, model updates for NPCs. We're starting to get more of the zones and stories, which are spoilers we're not going to talk about here. There's also a raid environment preview video for Castle Nathria, which, but, you know, like Tosu's saying, is awesome. But, Ali, uh, on a scale of 1 to 200, how much do you want the Ardenweald mount that was getting by? 11,000. Oh, wow. That's, that sounds right. That's over 9,000. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for catching that. I do indeed. It is It is a majestic beast, and I need it in my life. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm I'm really excited about it. You have no idea. So oh, I do. I do. <laughs> we're also getting more information about world PvP, mounts you can get. You know, we've spent the last couple weeks talking about Soulbinds and Conduits. You know, more information on that, more updates, more info on Legendaries, which we already talked about. We didn't get too many more character customizations, but this guide has more, just all the classes put together. You can see more of it. And just a, a lot of stuff has come out. Again, a lot of it we've already talked about, you know, in, in the last couple weeks. But it's all there. If you want to know something, it's probably there on Wowhead because it's all there. <laughs> and what, like so, something that I'm not personally necessarily personally excited for, but I know like a lot of people were kind of missing in the uh, in the transition from Legion to BFA was the uh, was the World PvP World Quests. I know a lot of people yeah. were really missing out on that. They had a lot of fun doing that. And it, and it's cool that not only are they back, but there's also a world PvP meta achievement with a, uh, looks like a mount and title associated with it. So um, all those people who really loved world PvP, like, they have something to look forward to um, outside of the normal PvP stuff. When Shadowlands comes out, I'm sure that's gonna, I'm sure that's going to make a bunch of PvPers happy. For sure, there is one thing that I should probably bring attention to, and it's spell variants, because Ian Hazakosis has explained that that is coming back to the game, and I'm just going to actually read this blue post because it explains it a lot better than I could. This blue post says, in an upcoming build, most non-periodic abilities on all classes will have a small amount of variance on the damage or healing of each individual use. This was standard behavior in WoW for many years and has its roots in familiar mechanics from, from many RPGs, but recently was lost as a side effect of some under-the-hood mechanical changes. We're restoring this behavior now to bring back the small bit of texture and avoid the result where using the same spell repeatedly results in the exact same three or four digit number every time. We're keeping the amount of variance small, 5% currently, so that the impact on total performance over the course of a combat with many events is negligible. I'll be honest, I didn't even know that that... I didn't even realize that that change was gone. <laughs> I, but then again, I'm not... I don't pay too much attention to my numbers, so that makes sense that I didn't notice that. But that's cool. Kind of makes it feel more alive and less... Uh calculated, I guess. I don't know if that's the right word. That's more than I'm going with. Uh, Misla static. 
There we go. That that's a better word. <laughs> that's a better word. <laughs> it makes it makes it more dynamic, more real instead of mathematical. Yeah. Which is is good. I mean, that's a good thing to have happen. I think. Yeah, and I mean, it, it it's it makes it feel a bit more like real, I guess, for lack of a better term. Like, I, like one of the things I like about D and D, like. I can roll the like I roll the hit and if I hit it like I can have a chance of doing like a like a not a great amount of damage or you know a huge amount of damage. It depends on how the dice rolls, right? And that that bit's fun to me in D and D at the very least. And really, it's it's such a small amount, small small amount. Five percent is yeah. negligible, like you were saying, and it it all kind of averages out. In the end, basically. Yeah, exactly. But I think I think it's okay. Yeah, yeah like the, the the idea is uh, if you cast it a hundred times and then another hundred times, your number should be fairly close to the same. Yeah. So that you're not losing, but it's not every cast is going to be the exact same result. Which is good. And good I mean, change. even. I don't always recommend reading comments because that's where you find a lot of toxicity. But actually, a lot of comments to this on Wildhead are saying that they didn't even notice it was gone. You know, just like you were saying, Toasty. Yeah. But yeah, just wanted to bring attention to that since that was mentioned. I'm surprised and... the min-matchers yeah. noticed that, honestly. Because they, they monitor, like, a 1% change. I'm sure the min-maxers don't. Oh, I'm, I'm sure they did. Yeah. Alright. Now, I'm going to do some classic. Yeah. So, as I mentioned earlier, um, Phase 5 of WoW Classic starts tomorrow, as of the day of this recording. So, July 28th. And Blizzard has uh, put a little something to to detail just exactly what we can expect from it. So first off, um, uh, the content for the content for U.S. service is going to unlock on July twenty eighth at nine a.m. PDT. Um, and in European regions. It's going to unlock Ju- July 29th at... Wait. Is that European regions? What is AEST? <laughs> oh, that's Australian. Australian uh, Standard Time. Yeah. So in Australia, it's going to be uh, unlocked at July 29th at 2am Australian Eastern Standard Time. So with that comes a whole bunch of different content. We have stuff like the war effort quest that's uh, get, that's like uh, bleh, 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 words hard. That uh, involves the uh, entirety of a server coming together and uh, pooling resources for the war effort and all that, and you know, eventually culminates uh, with uh, the Gong Quest that'll signify the opening of the gates of Ankaraj and. Um, the our anticipation is that on quote highly motivated realms, that that will likely be done just over a week later. Um, once that gong is run, you're gonna get uh, 
you're gonna get a 10 hour period where just a war breaks out in Silithus, after which point that Bangagong quest can't ever be turned turned in again. Um, so if you're aiming for that, make sure you're keeping an eye on when that gong goes off because, you know, that's, that's kind of a requirement if you want to become the Scarab Lord. And speaking of becoming the Scarab Lord... Just a reminder for everybody that you have to have completed all the steps of the Scepter of the Sands quest chain before the end of the 10-hour window. So, make sure you're doing all that. Do whatever you can to get that Scarab Lord title, because, you know, that also comes with a fantastic mount. The Black Karaji Resonating Crystal Mount. The only Karaji mount that can be used outside of AQ. Um, Blizzard has noticed that, that some restrictions will apply in... Uh, in regards to some of this content, specifically the Scarab Lord title, in the original WoW, the uh, that that wasn't the title, and that's going to be the case in WoW. So can't be running around being a Scarab Lord in WoW Classic, unfortunately, at least not in your title in your name. Um, during the ten-hour. Uh, war, just a reminder that some of the bosses um, don't only spawn in Silithus. They have the potential to show up in places like Tenaris, Feralis, Thousand Needles, and the Barrens. So hopefully that'll that'll uh, alleviate some of the potential overcrowding that will inevitably happen in Silithus. Because, you know, bad things happen when Silithus is overcrowded, as we're all aware of at this point. Um, and then, of course, after all that's done, and after all these supplies are turned in, you got, you got the AQ raids to worry about. So there's AQ 20, AQ 40. Great. Those were fun raids at the time. I'm sure people will enjoy doing them again. Um, it should be noted that if your realm does not complete the war effort quest in 30 days uh, small amounts of supplies will begin to be turned in automatically as happened in the original 112 version of WoW uh, but the gates will still require somebody to bang the gong um, this is basically just to help make sure that AQ is unlocked before Nax is released because I'm sure people would appreciate not being left behind Anyway, that's kind of just... You don't do it... If you don't do it, Chris Madsen's going to come and ring the gong for you. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> anyway, that those are that's kind of what you can expect going into this week for anybody who's playing WoW Classic. Um, I'm looking forward to just watching Twitch streams on it. Although now that the hockey season's starting up again, maybe I won't be watching it. Maybe I'll just watch it. I'll figure something out. <laughs> Oh yeah, you're you're gonna be busy. Yeah, I'm losing chunks of my days for the next insert time Human period weeks. here. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, where are the blues starting out? In Edmonton. They're 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 guaranteed to spot in the playoffs, right? They're not in the yep. elimination stuff. Right. And the avalanche. Same. Okay. Damn it. We're actually playing against each other. Oh, right, right, yeah, I, I remember that. 
I'm sorry to hear that. Um, yeah, we'll be at each. Please keep your bickering. Yeah, we'll be at each other's throats for a couple of weeks, and that'll be it. We'll be civil. It's yeah. fine. All right. Good to hear. Good to hear. <laughs> uh, do you want to talk about the the post I shared in the post chat? Or not? Yes. No. No care. All right. Uh, this actually was brought to my attention by actually my nephew, uh, who's far more interesting than I am. Uh, but while he was here a couple weeks ago, we were talking about um, uh, method and what were they what was what world first rating was going to look like going forward. Um, and uh, looks like method raiders decided they're going to take things into their own hand or own hands. Uh, they have created a entirely new raiding guild uh, called Echo. Um, I, I mean, I, I have to assume that anybody who was known by the membership to have been involved in this that was happening is is not part of this, um, and that the group can have success. But um, I don't know. What, what do you guys think of this? I think we all expected them to reform under their own banner at some point. All the people that have, that distanced themselves from Method after everything that went down. Yeah, um, I'm interested. I'm interested to see uh, um, how maybe not how successful they'll be. I, I have no doubt that if if they've got the majority of that roster in Echo that they'll see success in terms of um, progression for the world first. I'm just wondering if we'll see the level of production that we saw during Method's Race to World First streams and whether or not we can expect this Maybe not even the same quality, but even just a lower, even a, a smaller, a, 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 I don't want to see less quality. Don't know what I'm trying to say here. A, low, a lower quality than what they, than the, than the show they put on during the World First Races? For production? Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens with all of that. Especially when you consider, you know, some of these guys took time off for a while to to do this world first race. And like, I don't know how many of them are work, have have day jobs and all that, or whatever. But I'm sure, I'm sure, not having the money that they had when they were with Method might might have some effect on uh, their commitments. I would imagine. Yeah. Um, there will be a lot of who are going to be watching this guild to see how well they do in, in Shadowlands. Um, to see how integral the people they've lost were. Um but good raiders are good raiders. They will have success. Uh, it may not be the success they had, though. Yeah. And even if they do have success, um, Rossi over at Blizzard Watch raised a good point. Like, like if they do have success, that that 
that that's one thing, but will they return to the spotlight as prominently as they were when they were with Method? Yeah. I'm very curious to see how what happened with Method affects Blizzard's um, promotion or elevation of certain guilds uh, in the future. I guess they've been gun shy about uh, bringing a guild, a specific guild, forward and and elevating them and, and giving the special notoriety that, that that has been given to method guilds in the past. Um, just it, it seems like that that, seems, that that might be something that we'd see going forward. Mm-hmm. We're hesitant to um, to make them. As notor have the notoriety that they used to, so just just a, a feeling I have though. Also, I was just reading the the comments on the Blizzard Watch article, and now I can't unsee this. Look at look at the logo, and uh, now think of the Thundercats logo. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's basically like a, it looks like a Charizard, but Thundercats. Uh, yeah, dragon dragon Thundercats, a, a Thunder Dragon's logo. There we go. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this all unfolds for them going forward. Yeah. Uh, I wish them the best, though. Um, it's hard to recover from uh, the collapse and implosion that they had. So um, I hope they have some success. But, uh, yeah, so I think that's about it for our news, right? Yeah. Let's talk about uh, our next sponsor, I guess. Alright, so our second sponsor, as usual, are the great folks over at Audible. You can get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. Now nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. This week we're going to continue with the Percy Jackson series with the fourth book in the series, The Battle of the Labyrinth. Let's have a listen. Nothing caps off the perfect morning like a long taxi ride with an angry girl. I tried to talk to Annabeth, but she was acting like I just punched her grandmother. All I managed to get out of her was that she'd had a monster-infested spring in San Francisco. She'd come back to camp twice since Christmas, but wouldn't tell me why, which kind of ticked me off because she hadn't even told me she was in New York, and she'd learned nothing about the whereabouts of Nico D'Angelo. Long story. Any word on Luke? I asked. She shook her head. I knew this was a touchy subject for her. Annabeth had always admired Luke, the former head counselor for Hermes, who had betrayed us and joined the evil Titan Lord Kronos. She wouldn't admit it, but I knew she still liked him. When we'd fought Luke on Mount Tamalpais last winter, he'd somehow survived a fifty-foot fall off a cliff. Now, as far as I knew, he was still sailing around on his demon-infested cruise ship while his chopped-up Lord Kronos reformed, bit by bit, in a golden sarcophagus, biding his time until he had enough power to challenge the Olympian gods. So once again, that was the fourth book in the Percy Jackson series, The Battle of the Labyrinth, written by Rick Riordan and narrated by Jesse Bernstein. You can find that at nearly 500,000 titles over at bit.ly slash atareads2020. And we'd like to thank Audible for their support of the show. 
So our question of the week for last week was, what fun world quest would you add to Shadowlands? While Huntress 67 says, more of those crystal puzzle chests. And I'm going to answer because I wasn't here last week. Um, if they're going to put in games as world quests, let's make it not Flappy Bird because that's awful. Um, <laughs> it looks fun. Mm, Whatever. Nah. <laughs> I like to see them try to try to to put in some of that old arcade game kind of flavor into World Quest. So something like Hubert or Pac-Man. You know, I want to take Ali's idea from last week. Instead of frog, make it turtles. But we have a lot of turtle stuff now. I want Frogger. Uh, yeah, but I want Toasty have to kill turtles. How dare you? I dare because I may, sir. <laughs> anyway, yeah, give me Hubert or you know, Pac-Man would actually fit really well with Shadowlands because you know you're you're chasing you're avoiding and then eventually chasing down ghosts. And what more Ooh, banshees uh, instead of ghosts? Yeah, what more appropriate expansion to do cool. that than in Shadowlands? Give me a Pac-Man world quest, Liz. See, Pac-Man was my idea last week, wasn't it? I don't I think I don't remember. That could be. Anyways, Arlena said gnome punting. Which is always required. (laughs) Frizley said, What if you had what if you had to be an NPC and give quests to players? Like when you gave stuff to kobolds and high mountain. You could choose specific quest lines to give to someone else. It would be either your week to make the quest or your week to be part of the quest. That'd be kinda cool. Joe Buck says slapping a banshee in the face. Now, does it have to be a specific banshee? Is it a former banshee? I would take the former banshee that that uh, I mean, but she'd probably slap back. So and then burn down a tree. Maybe not. Or probably yes. Maybe not slapping that particular banshee. All right. For the next gold sink, what kind of mount would you like to see in Shadowlands, and what kind of amenities would it have? I want. Okay, no, I'm going I'm, I'm to let Allie answer first because I think she'd actually think the exact same thing I was thinking. So please go ahead, Allie. I may not. You never know. Maybe. I'm probably thinking it's been completely different, honestly. Go go ahead. We'll see. I want... And, I, and I'm kind of struggling with this answer because what I really want is one of the jelly creatures we're seeing, like the jelly cat. Um, there's jelly... Like monster dudes walking around, I want one of these jelly things as as a mount. I have no, absolutely no idea what the amenities would be <laughs> beyond pure entertainment, with it like being all jelly like and squishy and bones like wiggling around inside there and whatnot. So you basically the, want a gelatinous cube humanoidish mount or animalish mount? Okay. Something like that. All right. Toasty? Okay. So, you know the Terra Groom in Torghast? Yes. <laughs> okay, now picture this. It's a smaller domesticated Terra Groom. <laughs> domesticated Terra Groom. Domesticated Mr. T. Yeah. <laughs> now, obviously the Terra Grooms are large creatures, right? That means it has room for many things. Like I want a terror, I want a, I want a large terror mount that holds 
Not not two, not three, not four, but five people. I want five people on this mount, and when the, when you're not you know when you're not being the the party ride, those other four seats are occupied by a banker, an auctioneer, somebody for transmog, and just a repair shop. Give me that. Obviously for a steep price, but. That I, that I probably will never get, but I'd like the option to try to pursue that. Or to just, or to just steal, shamelessly steal Seraphis's eventually eventual answer, Guild Airship. <laughs> See, I, I was going to say she wanted a large frog mount that has, like, vendors. But okay. I'm I'm perfectly content with the majestic piece I have now and the one I'm going to be getting in Ardenweald, so... Okay. As long as it's <laughs> cross-covenant, right? I might put a tune in Ardenweald. Actually, there's, there are, there's a good chance that my main might be going Ardenweald. Not okay. just because of the mount. That's just a really nice bonus. I'll be so upset <laughs> if I can't get that mount if, I'm, if I go with Venthyr. <laughs> <laughs> I want that mount so bad. It's really cool. Um, for me, I, I I had a few thoughts when I saw this question. Uh, one is uh, a Forsworn that I can ride, but that's like riding a person, and that would feel weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> like there's there's nothing that I've really seen that is like. Hugely, uh, like, like noticeable, like it, nothing. This nothing like the Brutosaur that's gonna like. Oh, you have money. Um, but again, I've only seen two of the zones in any significant fashion, so there's still lots more. What I want is I want a engineering toy that basically does the wormhole effect of flying between. Ouroboros and the zones. Ooh. Oh, that'll be good. <laughs> that transition is pretty awesome. I would be, I would be like, I, I, I want my own Stargate, basically. Like you, you step up, you see that you, you, you walk through, you choose your location, and it sends you there. Like that, that's the travel I want. And they give it like it can be even something you put on the ground, a Stargate on the ground, a portable Stargate generator or something. But you couldn't call it that because it's copyright. But something like that. Astral gate. Sure. Celestial astral. Astral, astral portal. Astral. Celestial portals. As long as it doesn't have star and gate, you're probably good. But yeah, that's kind of what I want. Celestial door. Sure. All right. Uh, that said, uh, we look forward to hearing your answers next week and read them off on the show, which I'm sure Tosi will give one of us the silliest ones they can, he can. I hope so. I like silly. Silly is fun. Hey, give me some silly answers, guys, so I can give myself the normal-ish ones and give them the ridiculous ones. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll have that question of the week in the Question of the Week channel uh, in a few days, and we look forward to seeing your answers then. Uh, but it is time for shoutouts. I am going to choose Toasty first. Uh, shout out to Manny for filling my shoes last week. You did a great job, dude. Um, you don't have to worry about not having enough rage. It was fine. 
He did great. It was a lot of fun to listen to after the fact. Also, shout out to Metro. So you made affiliate this weekend, dude. Congrats. Yeah, congrats. Thanks. Uh, Ali, how about you? My shout out is also to Manny, but for a different reason. Uh, last night, Manny, myself, Jen from Morley Gray, and Jared and Shoeboots from Merely a Setback got together for what we call the Council of Beersfall, where we <laughs> talk about lore topics and a panel-like discussion, if you will. And we recorded again last night. It was, I think, our only our second one. You know, we only do it like maybe once a quarter, roughly, because we're all busy and whatnot. But it was a really fun conversation. I feel very not only fortunate to be a part of it, but I also feel a little overwhelmed at times to be surrounded by these gentlemen who are much more of a lore master than I ever will be. But it's it's a lot of fun, and uh, just want to say thanks to those guys for being great. All right. Uh, so my shout out is to Capo and Frasley. Uh, they popped into my stream yesterday when I was doing some more uh, lengthy streaming on Pokemon Go and for Pokemon Go Fest. And they both were my this my first subscribers to my channel. Uh, and Toasty uh, actually donated. Uh, I had a thing going for the for Go Fest where if somebody donated five dollars at least. Uh, they would get to name a Pokemon, and he got his name on one of my Clefairies. Um, I considered offering if it was more than that, um, by a certain amount, uh, that they would be able to put a name on a, on a uh, Pokemon. I'm glad I didn't choose that originally, because I have a suspicion I know what name would have been put on that Pokemon. And as I can't delete a shiny... I would be very happy. <laughs> you want a shiny Rathion? Come on. I do not want a shiny Rathion. <laughs> and, and I I suspect that that would have happened, yes. Oh, it totally would have. Uh, but yeah, so uh, thank you to Capo and to Frasley for the support. I am unbelievably happy uh, to have hit affiliate, to have subscribers. Uh, like I, I figured when I hit affiliate, like if I got a subscriber in the first month or two after hitting affiliate, I'd be pretty happy. Uh, and I'm at, now at three subscribers, so I'm really, really happy, and I, I'm very grateful for the support. But on that note, I think that's about our all for our show, so let's get, do our outro and head on up. If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, call one seven eight five ata wow 5 or... 785-282-9695. You can send emails to show at allthingsazroth.com. If you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsaz. Join our new Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata. Check out Ali's show at dungeonfables.com and Toasty's stream at twitch.tv slash toastypostycan. You can find us on Twitter at allthingsaz, at medros, at fandeth, at toastypostycan, at aliandrask, and at donforge. And please check out the other shows from the Donforge network, including Group Quest and Shattered Soulstone. And we'll be back next week. In the meantime, take care, happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of more beta goodness. And gelatinous mounts! Didn't those gelatinous cube kill you? I don't know. <laughs> Let's go blues. This podcast is part of the Dawn Forge Network. 
Copyright 2020.